you are now politicking with Poe on PoePolitikin.com. I don't know how y'all see it, but when it comes to the children, Wu-Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? What up? It's your girl Chanel, a.k.a. SNL, Young Money's Princess, and you are watching Poe Politicking. As soon as you get home, I'll walk you to your section, baby. Tell me what you're sipping on. Bottle service, I'm your waiter. Go ahead, request your favorite song. And close the blinds if you keep the lights on. High heels and your favorite thong. Watch me, baby. I, I can be your stripper tonight. I'll pull out the pole, baby, if you act right. You can be my tippers, tipping all night. Slower, do it fast, dancing like your ass. I can be a stripper tonight. I'll pull out the pole, baby, if you act right. You can be my tippers, tipping all night. Slower, do it fast, slap it on my, slap it on my neck. Set up that disco ball and all them lights we got from the party store. About to be a club up in this bitch The living room, probably about to look just like ballers though And I didn't wait and got ones up in this bitch Oh, I just wanna see my baby in a birthday suit Doing tricks and all splits on the wall, you got that shit We just supposed to be playing, but you working, boo Making my dick get hard, ooh, girl, you better stop that shit oh, you done done it now All that bending over, don't tease me, I'm begging on my knees American beauty make that split look so Chinese I'm about to make you call my name, you gon' be like oh Fahim You can be my stripper tonight And I pull out this pole and give you that act right Get me on that liquor, I'll tip you all night Slow or fast, just keep shaking that ass You can be my stripper tonight And I pull out this pole and give you that act right Get me on that liquor, I'll tip you all night Slow or do it fast, just keep shaking that ass oh. Dining room, kitchen tables, come get it how you want Lap dancers on a sofa, I got you standing up I'm gonna let you do things you can't do at the club And you're gonna wake up, remember why you fell in love So baby, just watch me, let me show you what I Been working on all week, and when I give it to you Call me diamond, or you can call me peaches Sink your teeth in all weekend Politicking.com. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, all that. I'm now politicking with the beautiful, lovely Chanel, aka SNL. How you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm wonderful. So as an <laughs> icebreaker, I'm trying to switch it up. 
I want to share an interesting fact with you, and you give me one about you. Okay. So, so the first a fact about me is I was in the Marine Corps for four years. Okay. What you got that people might not know about you? That people might not know? I think I'm... Oh. Um, I'm scared of the dark. Oh, so what do you do when it's dark? Uh, I try to find the light. <laughs> All right, cool. But no, yeah, I'm a little bit... Like pitch black dark, not like just, you know, se semi-dark. But um, I'll tell you the story real quick. Okay. I went to a restaurant where you you eat in in the dark, but it's solid, just darkness. Mm. And I thought it was really interesting. So I was like, yeah, I would love to go. So I went, got in there, and about three minutes in, I just started panicking. Yeah. So I, I didn't know that about myself, but yeah. All right. So what what do you what what place do you consider your hometown? Do you consider Atlanta your hometown, or? Um, yeah, Atlanta. But I'm I'm originally from Springfield, Massachusetts. So I I would get I would get yelled at if I didn't claim my original city, Springfield, Mass. But I learned a lot in in Atlanta. I kind of did fifty fifty with both with both cities. All right, and I was reading. So you do. I was just reading about your background. There's a lot of things you do: singer, songwriter, dancer. I heard you like um, set up the tours and everything. So mm -hmm. just let us know how did you get involved with everything like that? Like your background, and when did you really fall in love with this and make it a career? Well, my dad was kind of trying to be on some Joe Jackson type. Of, we can cuss, right? Yeah, yeah. You can talk how <laughs> you want. Uh, some Joe Jackson kind of shit. Uh, but me and my sister, we were young, and he had us in, you know, dance, piano, tennis, swimming, uh, just any kind of activity to keep us, you know, out of trouble, I guess. So we really picked up uh, on the dance first, and that kind of just when you're training as a dancer, you learn that one one element of performance doesn't exist without the other. So you have to learn to be on stage and be vocal and sing and dance and act. So we just kind of started when we were really, really little. And just it just happened. It was like I didn't see it happening any other way. Yeah, and I would say I noticed I was watching, going through watching all your videos and I noticed you put a lot of that dance. I don't think like the average fan might even notice all the like dance moves you're putting in your 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 choreography. I guess they call it. But I noticed all that like the ballet stuff. I saw one part like using a trunk, but you put your you was touching your head. So I was like, damn, I see how you sliding it in. But I'm thinking that that might not be appreciated by the average fan. Yeah, I mean, nowadays with the the, the way that people pay attention, it's just they don't really pay attention or look too right. hard you know but I've also I also haven't gone balls to the wall with it all because I haven't found the right record or the right moment that I really want to do that like I I kind of want to give people a piece at a time so you know there's so much more to Chanel that people haven't seen yet so the future looks very interesting and then I, I know it seems like people don't know for sure but your sister is D Woods right Yep. Okay, okay, yeah, just wanted to make sure. So who are your influences? Like, who are you, who did you, like, listen to, or who you have in your playlist right now? Oh, I, 
I kind of don't even really know some of the artists that I have in my playlist right now. I love I love listening to indie artists, bands, and you know the things that you don't hear played repeatedly over and over and over again on the radio. Um, but growing up, I, I liked a lot a lot a lot of entertaining type of artists. Like I loved Madonna. That was like my biggest biggest influence. Madonna, Michael Jackson. Um, of course, well, let's say when you get a little older, then the Fugees and Mary J. Blige when she was doing real love and all the dance moves and all that. Yeah. So I liked artists that do it all versus just singers. Like to stand there and sing. I, that was more so my sister's thing. I liked to see a show. And then I, they were saying, um, I was reading your bio, so it said Crazy Pin Game. I know you wrote a lot of songs. I don't think people know about that. So can you just talk about some of the artists you work with as far as on the writing side? Well, yeah. So as a as a dancer, as a professional dancer, I met a lot of people through that. Like I never had like a super manager who was just plugging me. Like I had to plug myself. And a lot, a lot of artists don't get there on their own. They have some kind of, you know, rich parent or big big wig manager but I kind of plugged myself so as I was meeting these different artists I would play them songs that I would write or um well, that was it pretty much play them songs and then I just I had to be dope because I only had that one shot you know so it wasn't like I could give them some half-assed song so Neo was really the first person that kind of just said hey let me let me see what you can do if you get some some couple of few days in the studio and um that was that was an amazing experience for me because i think neo is sick with like the way he puts tell stories in a song is incredible to me so um from there i just i wrote a song on his uh album called say it collaborating with him and another dope writer timothy bloom and um chris brown i wrote for usher Beyonce, Melanie Fiona, Lil Wayne, I wrote his first uh, single off of his rock album, the Rebirth album. I wrote Prom Queen. Dandy Kane, my sister's group, I wrote some records on there. So, and then my latest joint was Chris Brown on his royalty album. So, yeah. And then I would say, so describe your process when you're writing. Ooh, well, it depends on what who I'm working with. Like, lately I've been working with a lot of rappers, so it's kind of, you know, it's not so, uh, it's not about the storytelling. It's more about the feeling and the repetitiveness of, the syncopation and the repetitiveness of the way that the, the melody comes out. So I might just go in the booth and just kind of jibber-jabber and, figure out what kind of words and syllables sound good that way. But when I'm writing for like a, an artist that, <laughs> oh, that's so shady, that was shady. <laughs> I was an artist that's really trying to put an album out. Uh, I kind of put a lot more thought into that and sit down and write a record that it would be timeless, that can make somebody that's 45 feel this, feel a feeling that somebody who's 12 can feel you know those are the records that amaze me and, and challenge me to be a better writer 
And how can and speaking of that, because I was I was listening, I've been checking out all your interviews this whole time. I saw all the ones with Jack Thriller. I thought those were really funny. Y'all got like a little <laughs> thing going on. But I would say, so it sounds like overall, just I just noticed you're just a creator. So how do you, how can someone tap into that and, and become a better creator? I guess. Um. Well, see, I think right now we're living in a world where it's just this rush, rush, rush. So no one is taking the time to be good at anything. So, but the one word and the one thing that I think that people should, that are trying to be good at what they do, consistency. Consistency defeats everything and it just defeats everything. If you're consistent with your p playing your chords, you're going to be a great piano player. If you're consistent, if you keep doing turns every day, you're going to get to doing you know, six or seven turns at once, you dancers out there. Um, if you're a producer, if you produce a if you produce a track a day, you're gonna get great at what you do. But if you're if you half ass it and hope that you can just send somebody your first idea over a tw over Twitter or whatever, like you know, nobody's gonna really respect that. I mean, it's it, it's taken a lot of people years to get to where they where they are. I mean. For me, it was consistency. I, I danced for artist after artist after artist. You know, I heard a lot of no's. A lot of no's. Like, almost to the point where it's like depressing. So, to the, till somebody actually said yes. So, I, I would say just be consistent. So, what, is your, what would you say motivates you? What was your, your main motivation, your burning desire? My, my passion for what I did. Like, I mean, uh, my dad made me do it every day first, you know. <laughs> Joe? It wasn't, yeah. <laughs> it was like I couldn't not do it. But then I, I found something in dancing and being on stage that I couldn't live without. But now, you know, my motivation now is just my mother has been so supportive. And I just want her to live and see half of the stuff that I've seen. I've traveled the world and my mother has been right at home in Atlanta just, go ahead, baby, do your thing. <laughs> and I really want her to, you know, be able to explore, even though she probably would be scared as I don't know what to get on, to go on a plane over the water for hours and hours. But I want that for her. So that motivates me is just to keep my mother and living a happy life because she dedicated so much of her life to me. And then I was listening to another interview you was talking about, like, the importance of, like, even though you're signed to a label, you were saying you need a pump. So I just wanted you to talk about that more just for any, because I got a lot of, most of my shows, like, developed for, like, uh, like, like new. So any new artist listening to this, like, tell them more about having a pump. Because it's not like you mean that you got to have your own team, even though you're signed with a label or whatever. Very much so. Right. I mean, especially nowadays, nowadays. You, if you can see it happening, if you, if you can't, the labels aren't, you know, back, back in the day, the labels told us what we were going to listen to. They dictated, you know, how many times we were going to listen to it. We didn't have no say so. We didn't have no voice. The consumers didn't have a voice. But now we're telling them what to do. So they just sit back. They'll sign you because they say, oh, they're talented. They'll sign you and they'll sit back and be like, what is it going to do? Is it gonna dance? Is it gonna sing? Is it? Gonna, you know what I'm saying? They, they just sign you and 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 wait for you to do something that they can get behind. So, 
if you are good enough to get noticed, whoever you got noticed working with, keep that, keep that as your, you know, your, your foundation, your team. It, it could be two people, it could be 12 people, but you and those people need to know that this just started. Even though you feel like you've been busting your ass for however long, it just starts once you get the recognition from somebody who's going to put some money behind you. That's when you got to show them that this money that you're about to put behind me is going to be worth every dollar. So that is the team within the team. And, you know, bringing, bringing other people in is, is a good thing because there's power in numbers. So don't ever just get signed and sit back and be like, oh, I made it because that's, that's not what this business is anymore. And I was listening to A Keys today, and I really liked that one too—the one with uh, you and Zaytoven. Yes, yeah, so that we can talk about that. That was a very experimental project for me. That was I like it. It was tight. It was really different. Um, Zay has, you know, he's he's very much a spur of the moment. Whatever comes out, comes out. Let's record it and put it out. I'm very recorded, listen to it, fix this, fine tune this. So both of us in the studio was like, I was I was cringing at some of the shit that he was doing and he was cringing at the time it was taking me to do some of the shit I was doing. But I learned a lot from him and he learned a lot from me, you know, because he's an amazing keyboard player and, you know, he... He plays on these records, but people, he's just now really tapping into, I think it's because of me, I'll credit myself. He's starting to be out there with Gucci and be out there with the Amigos and Future, playing the keyboard, showing people like, I really do this. Yeah. I'm just not behind the MP and just programming. Yeah. Like he really plays, but I think, you know, you learn from, I learned from him, he learned from me. That, that project was a very experimental project. Nobody has ever heard Zaytoven do it the kind of track like I can be your stripper that was new for him so yeah so what's what you working on next what are your current projects um well me and they've been talking about going back in and doing another one yeah. but this um this spring I'm doing the nobody's bitch tour now the no nobody's bitch is a project that I've done two volumes of a mixtape but I'm branching out and um for what it means to me is is uh just giving people, not just women, people a voice who have been taken advantage of, who haven't been appreciated, who, you know, help people and don't get anything back. But basically saying, like, I am nobody's bitch and you will respect me and rah. So the Nobody's Bitch Tour is slated to, to hit 10 cities this spring, this late spring, summer. And I'm, I'm looking for a few different female artists to bring on the tour with me that are up and coming. So what we're going to do is we're going to hit these 10 cities. I want to do um, outreach programs so we can go and talk to some of the younger girls in these cities and just motivate them and tell them our stories and how we made it to this point. And just have a good time just touring and putting a Nobody's Bitch project out after that tour with all the females that were on that. You know, are you still doing the Girls Club? Because I, I heard an interview, you was talking about the Girls Club. You know, that's kind of what Nobody's Bitch is. See, Girls Club, but yeah, it kind of evolved to, to that. 
you know, because me and my sister and Mika, we all got a record deal. We all kind of got bombarded with people pulling us different ways. Like, my label wanted me to do this. Mika's label wanted her to do that. And my sister's label wanted her to do it. So we really had to put the girls club on the back burner for a second. But I'm bringing it back. Yeah, and I got I got to give you some I got to um cuz I was reading the YouTube YouTube comments and a lot of people were saying you look like Carly Red and I don't think I think you look way better than Carly Red. So, I saw a lot of your comments people <laughs> saying you look like Carly Red. Yes. I that. <laughs> That's the homie though. Like I mean, I knew Carly Red before she started doing Love and Hip Hop. Now she's the Love and Hip Hop Carly Red. But I knew her before when she was, you know, acting and trying to get her her acting thing on in LA. Um, but yeah, it's weird to me. <laughs> it's weird to me. And it's weird to her because people used to say to her before she was on Love and Hip Hop, like, oh my God, you look like Chanel. And now I get everybody saying, oh my God, you look like Carly. So, that's right. cute. I look like myself. All right. And who would you say, like, when you're, when you're making your music, like, who is your ideal fan? Ooh, when I'm making my music. Yeah, like, who are you making it for? Hmm. Hmm. You know what? This might sound weird, because, you know, they always tell you, you have to have a core fan base that's your right. target market. Honestly, I'm, I just pour out what I know. You know, because I find myself, when I do, when I think like that, I get kind of, I get writer's block because mm. I'm trying to satisfy a certain something, and I'm so I'm stunting my I'm I'm putting like blockers on my creativity. Like, okay, don't talk about that right now. Don't talk about this right now. Don't let it be about this right now. But I really, I really am telling stories and and pouring out what I have, and for whoever is listening. What are some of your daily habits and rituals? Things you do, like your little routine that you have to do every day. I started uh, juicing, and I got hip to the poison that he put in our food. So <laughs> I'm trying to do less and less of that. Um, I do yoga. I run every morning. Um, so yeah, that's how I start my day. Just it gets the blood pumping and gets the creative juices flowing throughout me, and then I pour it out. Oh myself so i work at night I, I pretty much do me during the day and then i noticed like a, another theme in all your videos like i just noticed a very like it's not on purpose i, I don't know it might be on purpose you like you gotta let me know but it's very what? sensual very sensual all your videos like i don't it might just be you just you might you just sexy but you know is that on purpose or just just your swag <laughs> When I was young, that's why I said Madonna was like one of my favorite artists. Uh -huh. Because I felt like she was always very feminine, uh -huh. very, very sexual. But it, I didn't want to say she's a dirty bitch. You know what I'm saying? I, didn't, I never wanted to disrespect her. She just kind of owned her sexuality. So. I think that when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to really embrace my sexuality because my dad was so like he almost made you feel ashamed about being a female. He was so hard on us, which was good. 
Because yeah. me and my sister turn out to be bosses. But, you know, I I don't know. I, I don't do it on purpose. But it is who I am, I think. I don't know. It's who I am. Like, I'm, I move very fluent. People do say, like, you move like a... Like you're just sailing through the, sailing through the room, and you just move like a cat, and you're very mysterious. But I just think I was able to tap into that after I hadn't, I wasn't able to so much when I was younger. All right. Well, some of your interests and any causes you support. You kind of talked about it earlier with the, with the, with the, um, the bitch one, right? You said, but what are some of the other causes you support? I know you said, uh, not, nobody's bitch. My bad. Nobody's bitch. Any other causes you support? Um. Well, I'm. You know, I've been. I've been observing all the things that are going on today. I mean, I just support love. I support love and being happy. And it's just. It's. It's really hard to do. It's really hard to love. It's really hard to put a smile on your face. But I feel like that is what would heal this whole heal the world and michael jackson said it to us all the time and we just never really took it that serious but really everything that's going on is just, just divide and conquer whether it's white black gay lesbian straight yeah. football teams basketball teams, everybody's like separating themselves and grouping themselves off and it's just like yeah, but I, I guess that's why I look at it like, cause like love, I'm all about love too. But I guess you got people that think if love can be, that's their their race getting wiped out. If it's love, it's all about love, cause that means uh, interracial marriages, their race going away. So that's why they want to keep it, keep their race going. So that's why I'm like, oh, that might be why. Cause to us, yeah, love is good, but to other people, that mean they're gone. I understand that too. That's why I said I'm I'm observing a lot because there's a lot of the things that I've stand strong on when I hear when you just sit back and you kind of listen and you hear the other person's the fear which causes them to be against what you might be doing or the you know fear just the fear you understand why they might you know oppose what you're saying and what you're doing. And then I've had differences of opinion with some of my closest friends and, you know, about straight, gay and straight. And I'm just like, but I understand both sides. So it's just about, you know, I just support trying to understand comp communication and understanding because fear is real and that's what causes people to hate and be unhappy but what advice would you give to aspiring artists we kind of we've been touching on it throughout the whole interview but what advice would you give um that's that one word that consistency it's got to be consistent and uh if you're in it for the, if you're in it just to make a quick check like just go sit down. It's too, it's too much. People that work too hard to build up the arts to where they are, for you to just. I mean, if you have fun with it, have fun with it. But you know, th th then there's that. With for me, I I stand for keeping the realness in art, keeping the professionalism and the the greatness of art in art and. 
I kind of get a little frustrated when I see people just playing with it. Hmm. Don't play with it. <laughs> what would you like to say to your fans and everyone that's been supporting your career so far? Because you started like, they were saying 07, that's when you say you started, or what you say before then? As a artist, yeah. yeah. That's when I said to Neo, hey, I'm not dancing no more. Holland. And he was like, whoa. Come on, I'll let you, I'll let you uh, see what you, If you want to take this music shit serious, he was like, come, in, come lay down these tracks in the studio. And that's how I started. So, yeah, I, I love and I still talk to some of my day one fans that are now like staff members on my team. But um, I thank everyone who supported me from day one. I love y'all. I love you watching me go from, you know, I've changed. I've tried different things. And, you know, I hear people that say, hey, that song that you put out, in where's that song at? So that, that kind of stuff makes me feel good because I'm like, okay, y'all are watching me. Y'all are praying for me. Y'all are supporting me. So the best is yet to come. I want to say thank you for coming through politicking with me. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. What's this painting on the wall back here with this dress? Oh, it's a painting I did at a, a sipping paint. I messed up the hair, so the hair looked like a, skirt, a skunk or something, huh? That's <laughs> supposed cool. to be a woman with a uh, hairstyle, but I, I did the hair all crazy. I literally have been looking at that. Like, is that like, I don't know. It it, it does. It kind of looks like a skunk. It looks like a... <laughs> Something crawling down the down the her But it was side. my it was my goal to paint. That was my goal to paint this year, so I did it. So I was like, okay. hey, uh, okay. yeah, I like art and stuff. Yeah, you said art. You know, you know how it is. Yes. All right. Is there anything we didn't cover you like to talk about? Oh, can you give him social media and everything. Social media. Uh, follow me. Well, right now I'm really busy on my Instagram. So follow me on Instagram, Chanel Young Money. The you you can find the rest of it. Just Google it. Google Chanel, aka SNL. And thank you guys for all your support and love. Popolitikin.com. I'm calling you daddy. Daddy, can you be my daddy? Daddy, I need a daddy. Daddy, would you be my daddy? Daddy, come and make it way. Pussy lips smiling, I make the pussy happy. Take the panties off, the pussy looking at me. I'm the pussy monster, I get the pussy ready. I like the kiss, she like the kiss. I deep stroke and make her bite up this. The lights is on, the night is grown. We get it popping, cause we know we can't win wipe at home. California, too strong as a titan is what I'm lighting on. We get high as fuck, then we just do it. Put your Nikes on. Tattoos on her waist, she like the tattoos on my face. And if there's something she like to say, I let her say it on my microphone. She love my style, but that's expected. She coming back to you. 
so I got it out of She give me neck around the clock, I call it around the collar She rub my back, she say I'm tight She cook fucking clean and still make a flight First class pussy, crystal glass pussy I, I get it wetter than bass pussy uh, I like some thick and red, Ralph Lauren spread in the streets, porn star in bed. She like to fuck fight, so we spar in bed. She got that pink pussy, I be that orange red. I fuck American pie, and I get foreign head. She sit down and ride, like I'm a thoroughbred. She kiss mine, and I kiss hers back. If she's a bad bitch, she deserves that. She sent me pictures to my iPhone Then I gotta clear them Cause my girl be checking my phone <laughs> I'm in the Billy with the mind blown When I'm in that pussy, honey, I'm home Listening to PopePolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on PopePolitikin.com, contact us at PopePolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com. Or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Welcome to Konimbi Foundation a private family foundation incorporated in 1968, and it's dedicated to our continued mission of reflecting the family philanthropic philosophy. Our programs expand educational opportunities and creative, inclusive communities because supporting the causes of education and community development is the hallmark of our work. The foundation's programs have ambitious goals that seek to meet the needs of our communities. 
we acknowledge how important it is to have sound structures and strategies in place to achieve success in all of our programs. To learn more about our work, visit us at conimby.org and on Facebook at Conimby Foundation.